thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. We're going to stay with literature because it is uh, International Literature Week uh, Day took place in the last week. On the line, we've got Dr. Lina Mflope, who has launched two of her books in Braille in collaboration with the South African Library for the Blind. The event took place yesterday. And, uh, of course, Dr. Mflope is uh, not only an internationally renowned storyteller, but she's also the founding director of the Lina Masiko Arts and Heritage Trust. Dr. Mflope, Lina, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. I'm listening. You're talking to my sister, fellow soldier. <laughs> Sister Sulu, and I listen to SAFM and I hear Michelle oh. grabbing awards from the overseas. Do it, Michelle. Lena, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know la- thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Last week we spoke um, to an amazing woman who had released. It was called, it's called Deaf Nation. If I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I may have got the words wrong. But they released an app where we could learn to talk by sign language. And of course, mm. now of course we're looking at your books in Braille, which is such such an exciting opportunity. Talk to us about uh, the launching of those two books. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yesterday, we were back under the storytelling tree. We had people coming from all over to celebrate with us. And most importantly, the people who made it happen with uh, Mr. Mandlan Dombela, who is the CEO of the South African Library for the Blind. And uh, with his colleagues as well, they came all the way from Echeini and Makanda. And we had such a fabulous time. People came from different publishing houses. People traveled from Ulundi, from Newcastle. They came from uh, in, uh, Maritzburg, from uh, and, and Chatsworth. They come from all over. And we had another struggle. Stalwart was so excited. And she also wants now her book to come out in Braille, Miss Sam Moodley, another colleague of Uba Steve Vigo. And I am so excited that we were able to launch these two books in Braille, one of them being the Mother of Books and, of course, African Mother Christmas. These books are very, very close to my heart because of what they mean to us. Nozingwad was published in 2001. That's right. And now it's celebrating its 20 years in this manner, getting yeah. us connected with the community of the blind and the partially sighted. You know, what does this mean and, and how did you make this decision to move in this direction with the books? I've been wanting to do more work with um, different communities, even under the storytelling tree or our festival, Nozingwati, that mm-hmm. happens once a year in October. When we work with different people, I like working with the people who tell stories on wheels. These are people in, in wheelchairs, and we work with people in the, in the deaf community and, of course, the blind community. We, we're starting to, to get to know them now, and it meant a lot to me when they said there's not enough material in Braille that mm-hmm. comes from South Africa writers or African African writers from the continent. So we had to answer that call and I'm hoping that there's more that's going to come out of this. It's a huge challenge in our country and uh, we talk about the language languages we have, the 11 languages, but as uh, we mentioned earlier, there are other languages, there's sign language, there's braille, and the importance of moving books and words and literature and stories into those spaces is absolutely critical. Has it taken you... It is very important. Lena, has it taken you a long time to really push this? 
It has taken us, um, no, no, not a very long time because we spoke to people who make things happen. I like people <laughs> who will say, yes, I'm going to do this and actually do it. I, I just like that. When we approached the, 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 the library for the, for the blind last year, they said it's going to happen. And we kept interacting and interacting. And then we talked about what we have on our calendars. And then they said the International Day of Literacy, the 8th of September, is a good day. And we're working towards that. So on the 8th of September, we had uh, the children from Sibonile uh, Primary School in the Val reading the book, Not in the Mother of Books, in Braille, and I connected mm-hmm. with them uh, via WhatsApp. And uh, we were so excited to talk to each other. Then there was a question-answer session. And so that's how we celebrated International Day of Literacy. Fascinating thing is that in uh, 2001, this school, Sibonile, in, in the Val, is one of the first uh, schools we visited when we started the literacy campaign, Not in Mwati. Twenty years later... Children were not even born in 2001 were connecting with me, reading the story of Nozimuadi in Braille. And so now we were able then on Saturday to launch it uh, here in Durban under the storytelling tree, people traveling from all over to be there. We had people reading in Braille. Everybody was sitting there awed, eyes yeah. wide open. And the people <laughs> in Braille were so excited reading for us. For me, I'm sitting there listening like I'm hearing the story for the very first time. Oh, Tina, you know, we were talking to Mem Eleanor a little bit earlier, and one of the things I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm listening to both of you, and I'm thinking, wow, two women who truly are a force of nature. And one of the things I was asking Eleanor, as you heard, is the maintenance of passion, just keeping the passion going, making sure that the passion is then passed on to someone else. Are there ever moments where you, where you go, Phew, no. Or is this always just (laughs) (laughs) The struggle is never over, Michelle. The people who receive the letter that says the struggle is over, they must tell me. But I haven't received that letter yet. And so we continue because we care about children. We care about the future of our nation. When you care about the future of your nation, you can't relax until it's done. And I don't know if it should be done in my lifetime, but we want more and more young people to have the privilege, access to books, good books, not just books, good books. And for us to listen when they speak, they say we need this and we need that. And libraries as well. People think everything is online, everything's online. Yes, things are online, but other people don't have that access to material that is published online. So we need to mm-hmm. have also the hardcover copies, hard, yeah. uh, hard copies for people yeah. to, to taste the, the feeling of touching a book, and also in Braille. And some computers speak, some cell phones speak, but nonetheless, people want to be able to read in Braille. It, it, it's like a miracle watching them reading. The passion is we want to make a difference. And I repeat, until we see that brighter future in our children's eyes, not much of what we do today has any value. That's my motto when I'm tired, when it's unwake-upable. Dr. Klina Mklope, storyteller and founding director of Klina Masiko Arts and Heritage Trust. And as uh, one of the good books says, we are 